This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Challenge of Device Decay. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Elisa Castante, Vice President of Research at Scout Technologies. Welcome, Dr. Castante. Thank you, Tanya, for having me. Of course. So what does Scout te- Technologies do? Well, Forescout is a cybersecurity company that actually provides organization with uh, visibility and control over their network. Visibility meaning that we actually provide an end-to-end uh, understanding of the devices that are on the network and a full list of devices, complete attribute, what the device is, what the device does. Uh, and on top of that, we actually provide control uh, and mitigation, uh, um, like making possible to, to put the device outside of the network if it doesn't respect certain policies or to put it in a specific segment uh, whenever we want you know, to make sure that, that a certain device only communicates with the subset of the devices that are over a network. So start by defining device decay. What devices and what do you mean by decay? Well, what we mean by decay is a sort of uh, a decline in the in the level of security and, uh, and risk posture of a device. So if you look at the device, what happens is that you can uh, evaluate the risk of it by looking at certain attributes. Like if I want to evaluate the risk of this laptop, for instance, I'd look at the operating system, what applications are running, uh, what communication the laptop does, is it communicating with strange IP addresses that maybe are blacklisted? Uh, and we do the same for a variety of other devices, like like for IP cameras or for uh, um, uh, for building automation devices, etc. Uh, the, what happens is that you can have the key if the security posture, so the risk level of the device, is actually declining over time. Uh, and this can happen for a variety of reasons. It can happen, for instance, especially like during the pandemic. Uh, a very specific situation is that many people found themselves to be needed to work remotely, right? So organization had to deal with a workforce that was highly distributed. Uh, and what can happen is that uh, because at that time, maybe security is not your, your top mind priority, but availability and accessibility is, you will allow your employees, meaning their laptop, their devices, to actually assess the network, maybe by relaxing certain security policies or security postures, uh, because uh, yeah, you want them, wherever they are in the world, being able to work and communicate with the others. Uh, so this is what we uh, uh, we define as, as a decay and uh, as it is impacted by the pandemic. And uh, what that, another, another factor that can actually impact decay is that maybe uh, patches are not uh, um, are not uh, uh, being installed uh, because maybe to install a certain patch you actually need to be physically in an, an, an organization and physical presence has not been so widespread lately, uh, which means that whenever, let's say, there is a return to the office, uh, many more devices will be online, uh, some devices that have not been updated in a while, and maybe some devices for which security policies have been relaxed have not and have not been in place, uh, or let's say replaced with more uh, with stricter rules. Why is device segmentation more important today? 
Well, segmentation is, is important because it allows to actually have a sort of control on how devices are communicating within a network. So, for instance, uh, uh, if you look at some of the breaches that have happened, um, the most common uh, uh, modus operandi is that an attacker gets access to the weakest point, so to the one device that is actually connected to the Internet, for instance, and that most of the times can be something like an IP camera, a doorbell, uh, uh, a device that is out of the control of the uh, of the IT, let's say, security team. And from there, once they get the foothold in the in the network, if that IP camera is connected to servers or is connected to more uh, OT critical devices, if you think around like the colonial pipeline that happened uh, a few weeks ago, uh, for instance, like something critical is the system that is operating the distribution and the, the, the actual uh, controlling the, the functionality of the of the pipeline, they can actually get access to those uh, uh, to those elements. With segmentation, make sure that your IP cameras are on a different, completely uh, isolated area and they do not speak with, for instance, uh, all the elements that are more critical because there is not the need to. So it basically segmentation is the way that allows you uh, to have some sort of uh, uh, clean network setup uh, that even if you compromise, let's say, a, a sector or an area of the network, the other one is still kept safe. What are steps CISOs can take now to help their organizations mitigate device decay risks? Well, to 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 reduce cybersecurity risk, I always I, I always say that you need a multi multi steps um, strategy, right? Like you cannot start from zero and uh, arrive to 100. So I, I I see like several steps that allow CISO to get actually to the best security posture they can get. Uh, first one is visibility. So you need to understand what devices do you have in your network. And with visibility, you also need to understand what is the risk posture, so how many vulnerabilities are out there, which vulnerabilities you can patch. Can you afford to patch your vulnerabilities? Are the patches available? On top of, of visibility, then you have something that is uh, monitoring that, for instance, is, okay, I have my the picture. So visibility is the picture of how the network looks like right now. And now let's make a video of it. So how, how things are communicating with each other and with what kind of other devices are the communication happening, what type of communication am I seeing uh, as part certification or protocols that should not be there. Uh, after the monitoring uh, and you can have detection, so can actually identify threats. Do I can identify uh, anomalous behavior? Can I identify well-known malicious behavior? And once that is done, what do I do to mitigate? Uh, those kind of threats that are in, in my network. And with mitigation arrives things like control and segmentation. So the control is if I see that the device is all of a sudden communicating with one of the IPs that have actually been blacklisted because of an ongoing threat campaign, then what I can do is actually to block that access or block that device because I think that is compromised and block it completely from the network. And with segmentation, we addressed it before, you can actually compartmentalize your, uh, uh, your network with having you know segments that are isolated from each other uh, eventually you also need response because risk can never be zero so in case of an incident what is my response plan what am i going to do and uh, uh, have i in place like you know all the mechanisms that will allow me from a multi aspect and phase to respond to a threat which includes you know like uh, uh, disconnecting devices isolating devices but also like what is going to be my uh, my communication plan for instance Dr. Elisa Castante, Vice President of Research at Forescout Technologies. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? 
well, they definitely can uh, um, connect with me on LinkedIn or go to our website for scout.com to actually get access to all the latest reports that we have done uh, related to cybersecurity. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. And find and subscribe to more my interviews right here on ZDNet, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank <laughs> you.